to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hello there, and welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. And I'm Darlene Brock, and I've been married for at least a billion and one years. (laughs) And when was uh, your last first date? Oh man, it was a very long time ago. Um, but we're going to be talking about the dating world as it is today. Is that correct? That that's the plan. Well, I'm Julie Graham, and um, can I just say that sometimes I still get a little bit of like weird goosebumps when I hear the intro of our podcast that we recorded. Oh, I don't know, like June or July of 2017, yeah. um, where we say our show is for women who are single, married, or single again. And you may or may not know that is literally my scenario. So I'm coming into today's conversation anxious and excited to hear from someone who has advice specifically to our single friends. Yeah. So today we get the exciting privilege of introducing you to a new friend of ours. She's an author and a speaker. In fact, her new book launches today, and she's hanging out with us to share about her book called Beyond the Swipe. And it's a book all about navigating the interesting world of online dating. So invite to the show our new friend, Kristen Fry. Hey, Kristen. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love this topic. I don't know that I always like being associated with this topic, but I think it's important (laughs) and I love talking about it. We think so, too. We're really glad you're here. And, you know, I was surprised. I'm going to start right into the fact that I read your book over the last week, and I was shocked at the numbers of people in online dating. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. I don't think people realize that there are nearly 3,000 dating apps. I mean, that just felt like maybe you were lying, but I'm just going to I I know. I wish I was. (laughs) I mean, goodness. Yeah. Uh, Dar, can you just admit what you said to me before we started recording too, that you didn't know what swiping meant? I didn't. I knew swiping left, swiping right. It was like, uh, okay, where are we driving? Where are we going? (laughs) What are we doing? You know? Yeah. I mean, and this is universal language in the single scene. Yeah, apparently so. And (laughs) the fact that one, what you stated is that one in 10 single, I assume, spend an (laughs) hour a day on a dating app, correct? Yeah, I would say probably that's probably on the um, conservative side. If I was, that's just a, a generous. We'll, we'll we'll say it's only an hour. Okay. I know she she said really an hour, and I said, well, coming from somebody who admittedly spends at least an hour on social media, it probably. I mean, you tell me if you think this is kind of the reasoning behind it is that those who maybe are into this single dating app world are shifting some of their social media time to these specific platforms. Is that yeah, kind of how would, they're getting would, that time? That, that to me feels like a fair statement. I mean, there's no science to back it up, but you know. No, I know, <laughs> I know. And, well, and here's the thing. No one's going to admit to the amount of time they spend on a dating app. So that's the other tricky part of it. Oh, that is an interesting fact. All right. So dating apps. There are a lot of people yeah. who still have attitudes toward them, I do believe. Um, oh, gosh. Do you yeah. find that true? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and here's the thing, and I think this is why I love this topic so much, is that Dating apps, I think, get a bad rap, and in some ways, as they should, because they they create this culture where women start feeling so bad about themselves and their self-esteem. We have these negative um, impressions of men and relationships because of dating apps. However, 
I don't think it has to be like that. And I just, I really believe that there needs to be a way to navigate them well, because the fact is technology is not going away and dating apps aren't going away. And so we can sit here and fight it or we can figure out, and the desire for being married isn't going away either. So true. if all of those is true, what does it look like for us to navigate this well? And how do we interact well and respect ourselves in the midst of all these things that are true? No, I think that's real true. And I also know several couples who are married, healthy marriages that were born out of a dating app, getting to know somebody online. So, you know, let's just say it it does work. It can work. Yeah, it can. Absolutely. It can work. So how do you make it work? I think, well, first of all, there's no formula. I don't know that any anyone who's married would would say that there was a formula for how they got married. But I do think it's interesting to me how when it comes to all these other decisions in our life, we put a lot of forethought into it. But when it comes to dating and relationships, which for a lot of us is one of the most important decisions Mm -hmm. we'll ever make, but we kind of get reactionary when it comes to dating apps, because you're looking at your phone, it's swipe right, swipe right, swipe left, right, left, right, left, right, really, really fast. And it's just this emotional reaction. But I think here's the truth. Nobody plans to get into a bad relationship. They just don't plan not to. Yeah, that's so so true. And so if that is true, then when it comes to sort of making relationships work, know what you're looking for before you get on a dating app. Like if things are important to you, then don't lower your standard because you're just looking for the relationship or because you're lonely. So I think that's where a lot of us get into trouble and a lot of single men and women get into trouble on dating apps. It's because they allow loneliness to affect what they'll say yes and no to, as opposed to, no, this is important to me. And just because it's a dating app doesn't mean it doesn't need to still be important to you. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of just follow up with Dar said earlier. I was reviewing your book over the last several days. I don't know if you know any about my story, Kristen, but um, I was married and my for 11 and a half years. So the Uh last person I dated was my husband, who I met when I was 18 years old. Um, And then he unexpectedly passed away about five months ago. Yeah. Sorry. That's awkward. I just put you (laughs) that. That's just kind of how I am. So I, um, I am now single again. And so when I found out we were going to get the opportunity to, um, preview and share about your book, I was like, uh, this is all the things I need to know because admittedly (laughs) I have a slight understanding that the dating world has changed since I was on instant messenger with my husband in college. Correct. (laughs) So um, I think what you're saying, and, and I, I definitely, um, you know, started highlighting some things because I'm getting the sense that the dating culture has shifted and it is what it is. And we can, you know, try to make it sound bad or we can just learn how to, you know, go with the way it is now. And I loved how you talked about that pre-decision and it being important that you know yeah. what you're looking for and not lowering your standards because the app environment can feel more casual. Yes, yes. Agreed. And I think you just, you see that so much. You see one of, or one of the things I hear when I talk with single women over and over and over again is they make comments like, 
gosh, why do I keep ending up with these men on dates that aren't good for me? How do I keep ending up with four, five, six, you know, guys who don't have a job? And I'm like, listen, you're the common denominator here. Like, <laughs> is that important to you? If it's important, to you, then don't say yes to guys like that. It's like, make it a know what you're looking for or respects. You're respecting yourself and you're respecting and honoring his time as well. It's like, listen, at some point, someone's need to be honest with you. You're the common denominator. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like it. That's good. We like you. Yeah, we do <laughs> like you, Kristen. Okay. So agreed. You make your decisions in advance, but in the online world, you can say, I want a man who is this, this, this. How do you know? I mean, they can write virtually anything, true or You can true. get catfished, right? I mean, this is one of my <laughs> biggest fears. Yes. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Know Dar, do you know what catfish is? I do not. Oh, okay, good. No, Kristen, no. can you tell her what it yeah, is? Yeah, please do. Well, catfish is when someone's like pulling one over on you. It's like they, they put up a picture of themselves online, you know, this hot model. And then you're like, sweet. Who wouldn't say yes Swipe to that? Right. You show up in person and that's not them. <laughs> okay. So I got it's a it. bait and switch. It's a bait and switch, got it. which okay. is normal. And that happens. And I feel like everybody has those stories. So some of that stuff you just can't avoid, but here, okay. So here's what I would say. So the great thing about technology is number one, we can have this conversation mm -hmm. because of technology. Yep. So that's great. Yep. You can meet all these people that you would never have run into in sort of your, you know, daily traffic patterns through a dating app. So those are all great things about technology. And you're right. People are only going to put their Photoshopped pictures online. You know, mm -hmm, give me true. a break. Like I'm ever going to put a picture of myself in, you know, looking ugly or old. <laughs> That's right. I would never do that. People don't do that. <laughs> so and if they did, gonna... you probably wouldn't swipe. So there you go. Correct. <laughs> so there's an element of yeah, we're all going to write our ideal, you know, profiles and put our best pictures, but relationships live in real time. And so there's like in like relationships that have met outside of dating apps, there's risk involved and you have to be willing to take that risk. And I think this is where I think people get confused with technology because it's easy to see charisma, you know, on a screen or on date number one, but it's something entirely different to see someone's character over time. And so that's where you just have to give it time and you have to, people have to learn how to interact in real life. Even though you met on a screen, mm -hmm. relationships are in real time. And so you have to be willing to put the work in, in person. Your relationship can't live through texting and through swiping and through messaging. So let's say uh, you're re-entering, like Julie will be, in re-entering the yeah. dating world at some Terry. point. Yeah, terrifying. My hands and are sweating as you even <laughs> say that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. So in that, in that um, place, you're looking at profiles. Are there, are there things, that, are there tips in profiles you can either draw, be drawn to or run from? Or is there anything to look for? So here's what I have found. And again, there's always exceptions to this. But in general, I feel like there's a lot of consensus around when you come across, a, we'll speak because we're girls, when we come across a guy's profile that's empty, and that typically means he's looking for a one night stand mm -hmm. or it's, it's a joke. He's not taking it very seriously. So I feel like most girls say just stay away from that. 
or if they, you know, or if there's pictures of, um, their, you know, wedding, like them and a bunch of girls in yeah. all of, and all of his pictures, <laughs> I'd probably stay away from that too. Someone's come across a picture of a guy in a, you know, a wedding picture, which like, eh, cause every now and then you'll, you'll bump into someone and the guy will say, Hey, they just need you to know I'm married. Is that a problem? Yeah. That's yeah. Kind of is. Okay. That's, that's actually a problem. Seriously? Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> So you're saying there's men out there that have their wedding photo on, on their profile. Correct. Winner. Yeah. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> All right. So we're staying away from the married guys. We're staying away from the guys who are just creeping and they don't have Stay anything. Away from the empty, the empty profile guys, you know, and again, this is for me personally, I typically stay away from the guys who have six shirtless selfie <laughs> pictures in his car in his bathroom at the gym you know I I stay away from that now everyone might not but that I do yeah <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. you gotta have some friends and some clothes if you don't then I can't <laughs> I can't do this <laughs> oh that's amazing well what about on the flip side so you're looking you know okay these might be some red flags what are some things that you want to be careful to not project about yourself in your own profile if you're I mean, if you're on the app, you don't want to have an empty profile. What are some things to include Correct. or not include? Correct. I think, well, I'll speak from personal experience. I think this is what I would do. For me, it's, I'm just going to say, I would just say what I'm looking for. If this, if this is important to me, then I'm going to say it. So for example, if I'm adventurous and outdoorsy and that's what I'm looking for, I'm going to say that I, mm-hmm. I want you to get the best picture of me possible because it's going to be no fun for anybody if I make up stuff or if I omit things and we meet in person and he's like, wait, I thought you said you love, you, you don't like to cook. I'm like, no, I put that on my thing. You know, no, I don't <laughs> like to cook. <laughs> but, so for me, it's I'm being as honest, but as normal as possible. Again, we're all still putting our best foot forward here. So, but I, and so because also because I'm a Christian, I, it's important for me to date someone who is a Christian. I have a lot of girlfriends who are Christians and they'll say, I keep going out with these men who don't share the same faith as I do. I'm like, well then put on your profile that that's important to you. And then you have to deal with, are they actually a Christian? Are they just trying to, you know, catfish me, which is a whole nother chapter. I'm sure you discussed that in the book. I haven't gotten that far. Correct. (laughs) Um, okay. So, you know, we want to have some information. We want to have, we don't want to go too far, make ourselves sound too great. One thing I noticed, um, in, in what I had read so far in your book is you talk about one of the the issues maybe with this online dating world is we can tell so much about ourselves that then it's like we run into optionitis. Is that, is that kind of the leap that we got to tell us what that means? Optionitis is um, sort of a word that I feel like I may have made up. I'm not really sure. <laughs> oh, but I like it. It's a good word. Good <laughs> job, Kristen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But it's a way that I use uh, to describe what dating apps have done to men, meaning it has given them optionitis, that there are so many options for them to choose from that they're not making a decision. And so what's happening is that women are going on these dates and they're realizing, you know, whereas before it was like, oh, this is awesome. It's a first date. It's a second date. I wonder what's going to happen. But instead you sit on this date and you know that he has 10 options on his phone. Mm -hmm. And 
men who are disrespectful will even be swiping while he's on a date with you. Mm-hmm. And so it, so I think that's sort of the negative effect of, of all of this is that um, too many decisions, you know, lead to indecision, which leads to no decision, and which is this whole idea of op- optionitis. Like there's just so many options to choose from that everyone's afraid to choose from, which it's like, well, we're people. We're not just options. We're people. Yeah. Let me give you a tip, girls. If you're on the date with that guy, order an appetizer, a salad, a steak, lobster, (laughs) dessert, and then walk away and leave him with the bill. (laughs) I love that. I'm doing that. Okay, go. Go. Yeah. I think what's interesting in that is if you find yourself in that situation, and I know you address this in the book, is you've got to go into this scenario understanding yourself and being secure in your own identity, that will completely throw you, true? Oh, absolutely. And I think a lot of us, well, for me, I can relate to being in a relationship where I excused away being treated as an option because it's, you know, it's just in it. Like we want it. I wanted it to work. And I thought, no, this isn't really what I think he's doing. No, I'm not really just his option. But sitting on this side of it, I realized, oh, gosh, yes, I was. And the warning signs were everywhere. So what are some of those warning signs where you might think you might be able to pick up on the fact that you're just one of his options? So I think one of the biggest things is the time of day that he's texting you. If you if if you are frequently getting text messages after 11 p.m. and only after 11 p.m., specifically Mm -hmm. on Fridays and Saturday nights, you're probably just an option. Now, I'm not saying now I'm not saying. You can never get late night text messages. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. But if that's the only time mm-hmm. that you're getting a text message, that means he's probably going through his phone seeing who's awake because he's bored and he's lonely and who's going to give him attention. I definitely experienced that. That's a really big warning sign. The second one is, um, are you making excuses for him all the time? Do people notice how he's treating you and, and bring it to your attention and you're constantly finding that you're making excuses? And then another one is, do things only revolve around his schedule? I experienced that too. It's like you hang out on his time uh, when it's convenient for him. And it's usually at the last minute. So I think those are really big signs that you might just be an option. Yeah. So it's respect for yourself that you wouldn't want them to treat you any differently than you would treat them. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that. You talked a little bit in the book, which I really appreciated is Sure, we've moved to this, um, you know, it's more common to be dating online and on apps, but chivalry doesn't have to be dead. There are still ways that you can, um, for lack of a better word, demand a certain level of respect and um, initiative on the part of a guy. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think a lot of times um, women, when they get on dating apps, just the women that, that, you know, that I've spoken with, when they get on dating apps, they get frustrated. They feel like they're, um, messaging with these guys and they're in there. They think, Hey, if, if I don't make the first move, then I'm going to end up being electronic pen pals with this guy, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, well, okay, that's fair. However, you got to either, you got to set the, you have to set the exit, the standard that if, if it's important to you for him to ask you out, then you wait. And if he doesn't, you move on. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you, like, then, then you're done. And I don't mean if you, I'm, I'm not talking about 
if he doesn't ask within the first two minutes of messaging, I'm talking about if you're like going back and forth for three weeks here and you're wondering how he's never going to ask me out, move on. Like that's not, that's not the kind of guy that you're looking for. You don't need to then say, Hey, do you want to meet this Saturday? If he wanted to, he would have already have asked. Yeah, that is good. Um, I want to, I want you to share this concept of breadcrumbing. Because we both <laughs> talked about that before we um, jumped online. And I thought, wow, that was really a smart concept. And I think we need to warn the ladies that this is a thing. Yes. And girls and guys both do it mm-hmm. to each other. So breadcrumbing, specifically digital breadcrumbing, is when we get on each other's social media and we start scrolling through their pictures and we comment or we like their pictures as a way to drop a hint, get attention. I think you see this a ton when guys and girls have expressed mutual interest in each other, probably in person over a long period of time, but the guy's not making the move. So then the girl will get online and she'll, you know, drop these digital breadcrumbs, which is comments or likes on photos to try to turn his attention back to her. And then likewise, guys will do it to girls too. You'll see it sometimes after people have broken up. And so months will go past and all of a sudden there, I mean, I had this, I mean, it was a year and all of a sudden I have him showing up on an old photograph commenting. I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) where did you come from? Second of all, get off my social media. (laughs) But what it does, it it turns my attention back toward him. And that's Mm -hmm. the whole point. It's like, how do we drop these non-committal either hints as a way of flirting, but they're non-committal or it's how do we lure someone back in who we've noticed um, is distancing themselves from us or we've broken up with them. So it's like, it's real. it's like these mind games. It's bad. <laughs> so it's no different in this arena as in any other. You need to, you want direct communication and you want to give direct communication, correct? Yeah, correct. Which I don't think that's too much to ask. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> totally agree. So here's an example of what I really like about dating apps. So I led this small group of a bunch of 23-year-old girls, and some of them had never been on dates before. And one of them in particular thought, gosh, there's something wrong with me as a 23, 24-year-old that I've never been on a date. And so she made this decision, hey, I'm going to get on dating apps just so I can like practice going on a date and practice interacting with single men. So she did. And she had a great time. It was a very positive experience for her. I mean, now she feels like, oh gosh, this is what it's like to go on a date. This is what it's like to have conversations with guys in these types of settings. And so for me, I thought that's awesome that that was something that she wanted to do. Almost a way to like take the pressure off. Yeah. I, I have actually told Darlene now that I'm recently single, of course, out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, yeah, um, that yeah. I now find myself, if I happen to be around a single guy, I'm like, how do I act? Is he flirting <laughs> with me? No, he just walked past me. But I'm like all of a sudden aware of the fact that I am single and he is single. And so therefore it's just awkward. And so I think yes. that, that idea of just taking some of the pressure off and just learning how to interact with another person and it doesn't have to be such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's not a bad thing, you know, especially in, I think Christian circles, we put a lot of pressure on 
the first date in our mind equals marriage. It's like, no, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. First date's the first date. That is all that is. Mm -hmm. The only thing you need to know after a first date is if you would be interested in a second date. Yeah. And one thing I love that you had mentioned in the book is you can say no. You can say no. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You are not obligated to say yes when someone asks you. I think a lot of people think, they think, well, gosh, he got off the nerve, which I get that. That is nerve wracking. I don't want to be asking guys out. That was, that would feel horrible. But just because he asked you doesn't mean you ha- you are not obligated to say yes. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. You are obligated to be kind and respectful, mm-hmm. but you're not obligated to say yes. I love that. You know, I think some people, when they enter this arena, they're a little bit fearful of the dangerous side. You know, you always can create the worst case scenario in your mind. Every movie that was ever made where there's some kind of stalker in it. I know. Yeah, has to do with dating. Uh, Are there dangers and how can you avoid them? You know, I, this is just my personal opinion. I don't know that I think there are many more dangers than anything else in life. But here's what I will say. You know, a lot of my girlfriends, they set up a lot of safeguards when it comes to going out with guys on dating apps. And I appreciate that. You know, my roommate will do it with me, too, in the sense that if they go out, you know, if any of us go out with a guy, we tell at least one other person. Some of my friends will even send me a screenshot of who they went out with. (laughs) And then, you know, and then they'll go just so someone knows where they are because we're all going out with strangers. And then it's like with my roommate, um, my former roommate specifically, it was, Hey, at X amount of time, just shoot me a text. And if that, you know, if this is not going well, then I'll pick up the phone and I'll say, Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I'll let me go right now. And if the date is going well, then my text will return. It's fine. You know? So there's just little, there's little Mm -hmm. tricks that, that are going to work for some people that aren't going to work for other people. But the whole point is we are still all going out with strangers (laughs) I would suggest telling someone where you go and then when you get home. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. That is smart. Okay. So I am taking so many things away from this conversation and just tucking them into my little Dear Diary journal. Um, (laughs) But I think something um, that we probably can't drive home enough is that dating is fun and it's great and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, But there's probably some things you need to be kind of secure in of yourself in your identity before you really want to be, um, kind of devoting time and attention to getting on these apps. Would you agree? Yes, I would definitely agree. And I think I know for me that I need to be completely secure in who I am knowing that, um, speaking to those who are Christians and who have a faith in God and a faith in Jesus is that God has already declared you perfect and secure and whole exactly as you are. So what that means is that a guy isn't going to add or take away from that. And the tricky thing is that when we forget that, when I forget that, then what I do is I allow these men and who I'm dating or who I'm not dating Mm -hmm. to sway my identity. It makes me feel incomplete when I'm not with a guy or complete when I, I am. But when I go back to, no, 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 God has already said, no, Kristen, you are complete. Your identity is secure and unshakable. Then that 
it gives me freedom to not put so much pressure on these relationships or to not so put so much pressure on if, if this date is going to work out or not. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, Kristen, we really appreciate your time with us today. And I, I would recommend to anyone who is walking into this arena, grab the book, grab the book Beyond the Swipe by Kristen Fry. We'll link to it in our show notes. Um, but there's a lot of great tips in it. And you gave us a lot to think about today. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me have this conversation with you. All right, Kristen. So I'm definitely going to want to finish the book personally. Um, and I'm sure several of our friends are going to want to get it. So we want to um, make sure that they have the opportunity to do that. Happy launch day, by the way. Thank the book you. Literally came out today. So exciting. Um, but what about social media? Are you, I mean, if you're not, when you're not on your dating apps, are you, do you have social media? Can we follow you there and get to know you more there? Yes. I would love for you to follow me. You can follow me on Instagram at beyond the swipe, same, same name as the title, or you can find me on Facebook, which is Kristen Fry beyond the swipe. So either places will get you the same information. Awesome. And I'll be sure to put a direct link to both of those in there so that our friends can be your friends too. Well, thanks again for joining us. Hey, do you have a date coming up? No, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither, girl. It's all right. (laughs) We're all right exactly who we are and how we are, right? (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, thanks again. And we look forward to watching your book just fly off the shelves. Congrats. Thank you. (laughs) Now, you know, we never end an episode without a quote. And we think this one is a really good one. And it actually is from Kristen herself. And here's what she says. If he doesn't bring out the best in you, he's not the best for you. Got that, ladies? Oh, I like it. That's one to remember, especially as we continue to date in this grit and grace life. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.